This is Faith. And this is Miranda. And, and we are standing in line for California Screaming. And you're listening to Tales from the Mouse House. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, episode 115. Kind of like the temperature here. <laughs> For August 16th, 2015. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Al. And I think I'm Joyce. You think you're Joyce? I think so. Why? Why do you only think? Because it's so freaking hot it fried your brain? That's right. My God, I am so sick of saying this, but hot, hot, hot. Very hot. It's been freaking stupid hot all of a sudden. I know. I know some people say, you live in the desert. You shouldn't be complaining. But I can still complain. It's still allowed, isn't it? It is, and if anyone recalls, like in January, February, around that time when everyone back east was getting lots of snow, (laughs) and we were laughing at you, and we said, but you guys can laugh at us this summer when we start complaining about the heat. So, here's your chance. Go ahead, laugh at us. You can laugh at us, that's fine. But you know what? What? They complain when it's cold and snowy, we complain when it's hot and, well, hot, and... It's okay. I know. Oh, speaking of hot. So You're um, talking about me now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, um, so we have this, like, oh. I don't know what it's called, but it's a little thingy that that um, helps you get weeds out of the gravel, the rocks. The reed, weed pot. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about the, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, um, you know, using it and I, I finished and... Um, Rather than putting it where it belongs, I just leaned it up against the house, kind of forgot about it, thinking I would go back out there and do it. Well, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and when I got home from work, Al told me that he had to move it because the little plastic part of the handle actually melted yeah. onto the side of the house. Yeah, it melted. It melted. And it was stuck on the house. Now there's a, a piece of green plastic or you know rub, gal, I don't know what it is it's like the rubber stuff I looked today I didn't see it oh yeah it's because it probably melted again and just fell off yeah now we're talking when we say hot we're not talking about oh my gosh it's 90 degrees 117 degrees I know but I don't think that that was like really well accurate that, no, because well, when okay. I was driving home the and I was by the airport because I work just east of the airport um so when i was driving home and i was in front of the airport the temperature gauge in the or thermometer whatever you call that thing (laughs) said it was 121 degrees yeah but they're never going to admit that i think maybe it's on the tarmac where they i don't know no it's not on the tarmac it's underneath the shade thing they have weather those little satellite weather stations Mm -hmm. and they're underneath a, a shade so what they're saying is it's a 117 officially at the airport. It's under the shade. So that's 117 degrees in the shade. Yeah. And, you know, I've had this conversation with people before and they said, well, of course it's going to be hotter out in the sun. You don't take readings out in the sun. 
Uh, why not? If you want it to be accurate. Yeah, if you want it to be accurate, then it is 121 degrees. Yeah, see, I know. Kate's going crazy. She she's she's trying to she's trying to dig for water. It's so hot. You hear her fluffing up something. <laughs> Mm, but, but I anyway. was I was moving at you know yeah. driving on the interstate, so moving at a lawful speed. Yes, <laughs> of course I never speed. I know you don't. Yeah. Well, so. speaking of water and and stuff like that, we had to re- we had to have our water heater replaced because it died on us. And I know what you're thinking, but it's 121 degrees. What do you need with a hot water heater for? <laughs> we don't. We don't really. <laughs> and now we have it turned off. But um, no, man, that was spendy. Yep. Wow. A little more than I wanted to spend, but, you know, hey. The joys of being a homeowner. The joys of being a homeowner, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just real quick. So, I'm going to have my little public service announcement. I'm not um, saying anyone does this, but the other day when it was like the day that we, the first day that we set a record, because we actually set a record two days this week. A couple days, but, yeah. um But... When I got off work, um, picked up Al and Katie, and we um, we went for a walk and in the shaded park. Um, but as we're getting close to, you know, the one of the the first main intersections um, in our little town, we see this car that's pulling out oh of gosh, the local yeah. Walgreens, and a lot of people because all of our streets are. Um, one way and they're divided by a median sometimes people um, go the wrong way for a short time so that they can get back to the direction that they want to go but this particular day this car pulled out of Walgreens and um, like I said we have a divided it's a divided, divided road, road. Yeah. there's two, two three lanes on each side and he or she ran the yellow light driving the wrong direction there's cars coming towards them and they were going a high rate of speed. It's only Very high rate 35 speed. or 40, depending on no, which No, it's road. 35. It's 35 in that section, period. Yeah. So um, it was 35 degrees, 35 degrees, <laughs> 35 miles per hour. And this guy was probably, or girl, was probably going 60 maybe. Oh, yeah. But easily. anyways. Yeah. Just, it's crazy. Going the wrong way. Just be careful. It's really sad that. It is. I mean, you know, first I thought, oh, it's just the flavor of the. The Labor month of the week <laughs> with the news, yeah. But to actually see it happen, I know was it was scary. scary. It was. It was very scary. Yeah. So just be careful out there, everybody. Yeah. Let's be careful out there, people. All right, that's my public service announcement of this episode. We're good. So can we move on? We can. You sure? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I've been blessedly busy with audiobooks. That's my uh, my public service announcement. That's a good thing. <laughs> it is, boy. It, it, all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I got a lot of books uh, coming in, and uh, and I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very, very happy with it. Um, two of my most recent ones are now for sale. The first one you you guys have heard me talk about before, it's uh, Out There, the story, a story of uh, ultra recovery. Um, that's an amazing book, and it is doing extremely well. It's it's on the top of, you know, well, my bestseller list. Um, it's outselling all my other books so far. Uh, and then the other most recent one is, it's called Miracles and Mayhem in the ER, True Stories of an Emergency Room Doctor. This book was a hoot. Yes, I did say hoot. Um, it was very, very fun to, um, to narrate. And it's, it's like the, I guess, diary, I guess you could call it, or memoir of an emergency room doctor. Yeah. And some of the things this guy experienced and saw 
was completely nuts. It was nuts. But that was a lot of fun to uh, to narrate. And I got to, to look up a lot of, um, you know, uh, medical terms and stuff like that, which was fun. Words I'll never forget. Uh, and I'm currently working on a science fiction called Escape to Earth, Running from Fate. It's the first book in a series. And uh, holy cow, this is this is a fun book to record because I get to be a whole lot of different characters. But um, the author is amazing. This guy is amazing. First of all, he's an amazing writer. But um, I had a couple of ideas for one of the characters in the book. And uh, I ran it past him and he said, go for it. You know, I trust you and um, just uh, do whatever you want to do and just make sure it's good. And and uh, I did. It seems to be working out. The The character is, it's it's an escape pod, okay? So it's a like a... I don't know, a sentient computer. And um, originally, he wanted the voice to be kind of feminine, sort of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, after reading it and seeing kind of how snarky the computer is, kind of like, a, you know, a smart aleck, I thought, you know what would sound better? Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that kind of an attitude. So I got to channel my inner Rocket Raccoon. That's kind of funny. That I is fun. It. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Good. So what else is going on in your world? Just working. Working? Yep. Why would you want to do that? No. <laughs> to support me, right? So we can buy new water heaters. So we can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fun. I know. Hey, we have some birthdays. To announce, don't we? We do. My my daughter, my daughter Amanda, she turned 25. 25. Can you believe she turned 25? She's that's a, a that's baby. a quarter of a century. I know. How could she be 25 when I'm only 27? That's weird. It is very weird. No, but happy birthday, Amanda. Her and her her and her boyfriend are uh, on a on a big trip right now. They they went somewhere. I'm not gonna say where because you know. That it's wouldn't be good. Life. It's a private place. Yes. Yeah. And I have a feeling, I didn't tell Amanda this night, and I didn't even say it to you yet, but I wonder if he's going to pop the question. I don't think so. No? No. How come? I just, I think they'll be together forever, <laughs> but I don't think they'll ever get married. Yeah. So maybe they'll get engaged, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. It'll be a 12-year engagement, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Amanda celebrated her birthday recently. Uh, our friend Jeff Rooney... From the Once Upon a Time podcast. That's Once Upon a Time, right? Yep, On I that, think so. Yeah, <laughs> He's got a birthday coming up. And then last month, boy, we had a lot of birthdays last month. So um, I, I'm going to just rattle off some of them and then we'll say happy birthday later. Our good friend Tara Timmons, she had a birthday last month and she just had a little baby not too long ago too. Cute little baby. Our good friend Louis Tabinas, Faye Crane. The wife of our sponsor, Randy Crane. She's the and reason Randy's sane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just had a baby too. Happy birthday to you. Our really good friend, Disneyland Dan, celebrated his birthday last month. Dan is a uh, a cast member at Disneyland. So is his wife. And uh, they're great Disney people. Yes, they are. Uh, Barry Allender celebrated a birthday last month. He's another f- famously wonderful Disney person. Yeah, um, if you don't already, you should follow his Facebook Yeah, follow page. his blog. He's got a lot of good information. He does, he does. Reads. Um, David Smith, the author, who gave me pretty much my start in audiobooks, 
celebrated a book last month. Dave was a, a cast member as well back in the olden days. <laughs> Our good friend DC Sarah celebrated a birthday last month. And her boyfriend Matthew. And her boyfriend Matthew, a.k.a. Doctor Who. <laughs> celebrated a birthday. Sue Kizenweather from, I believe she's in New Jersey. Is she in New Jersey? Yep. Yeah. She celebrated her birthday. And of course, my wonderful, beautiful, awesome, wonderful, beautiful, awesome wife, Joyce, celebrated her birthday last month. Yeah, I did. 27? Well, I'm older than you, so that means I have to be. Oh, you're 28. 27.3. Oh, okay. So, happy birthday, everybody. And if anybody has a birthday coming up or one that we missed, send us an email. We'd love to call you out on the show and say happy birthday to you because we love all you guys. Yeah, well, my baby brother, who's not so baby, he had his birthday, too. <laughs> yeah, Steve Reno. Yep. Although he doesn't listen, so. No, he doesn't. He doesn't But he count. still had a birthday. Okay. <laughs> yep. Happy birthday, everybody. We hope you had a wonderful day and... Enjoyed yourself. So what else is going on? How about the Food Network star? You liking that show, are you? I thought it was over. No, it ends this week, tonight. Oh. oh. I'm not enjoying it. Me neither. I'm not, And we won't go off on a rant on this, but let me just tell you, it's not what it used to be. I, I don't enjoy the next Food Network star anymore, and I believe this will be the last season I watch it because it's just not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, speaking of the Food Network, though... um. I wonder if the Food and Wine Festival, starring some of the the shows like Robert Irvine, I mean, oh, not yeah. shows, um, stars, yeah. stars, if it's ever going to come back to California Adventure. I think it is. I think I it is. I think so. I, I read somewhere. If anybody knows for sure, we'd love, you know, love for you to to contact us and let us know. But yeah, I'm I'm not enjoying the Food Network star. Me if either. you guys have a different opinion, so what? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, and we could talk about it because that's a Disney property. That's right. It is. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do another fact or fiction episode. We had a lot of comments about last the last fact or fiction ep- uh, episode. Apparently, people like it. Yeah. Who knew? It's fun. I knew people would like it. You know why? Because you came up with the idea, Joyce. That's right. People like that. They like me. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what else is going on? Nothing. Nothing? You don't have anything to say about some things you found out? <sighs> Well, yeah. So as everyone knows, this past, well, today and the past couple of days is the 2015 D23 Expo. D23. Um, so they made a huge announcement, which we will talk about a little bit later, about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, because we're we're gonna do some we're gonna do some uh, brief coverage of some of the things that we we learned about the D twenty three Expo. So, yeah, but you know, there's a lot of I don't really think we can call them rumors. There's no, talk. There's talk. Yeah. Um, well, talk about, and rumors, same thing. Yeah, about where um, where Star Wars Land is going to be. Some people think that. Toontown's going bye-bye and that it's going to go in there. Um, I know for a fact now, though. Oh, is it going to make me happy? Because I would be it really might. sad. It if... might make you happy. It might make some people unhappy. But yeah, um, I just uh, just before we went uh, live here, um, I chatted with um, our good friend Randy Crane, who will be on our next episode to, to give us the rundown on D23. And, uh, and he clarified a couple things for me. 
so I can be happy and my one of my favorite places to relax is not going to be gone. I don't know. It depends. On? Where you, one of your favorite places to relax is? Toontown. Uh, what, you, you heard something about Space Mountain, didn't you? I did. So, I heard that it's being reimagined to, um, I think it's going to be like hyperspace something. Yeah. And it's going to be Star Wars themed. Yeah. And, and that I'm made you unhappy. not happy. I'm sorry. But I have some news about that too, Randy told me. Oh. It's a temporary thing. Good. Like the Ghost Galaxy overlay? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you would be happy that they were going to reimagine it to something like Star Wars because you'd write it with I'll me. I'll write it with you, yeah. You write it with me anyways, you just don't like it. No, I've only written it with you twice. Cuz yeah. I don't like it. But yeah, for a Star Wars theme thing, I I would do it. Yeah. I've written it by myself. Yeah. I wrote it with Amanda. I wrote it with Kenny. Mhm. You wrote so. it with a complete stranger. No, I'm kidding. I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're being a little crazy, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> crazy. You know what Freud would say about that, right? What would Freud say? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, one of the things I was thinking, if it, it, you know, like I said, people were talking about how um, they were going to get rid of Toontown and mm. that it was going to go in there. I didn't really see how that was possible because Toontown closes down early mm-hmm. and that's the staging area for the fireworks. So... I think that that is just, it would never happen. It would or, be crazy. Or they'd have to find a new place to put, to have the fireworks well, staging. But why? I mean, just like they closed down Toontown every night, why wouldn't they close down Star Wars Land every night? Because it would probably become one of the most popular places and people would complain if they closed it down. But what would make it more popular if access to it was limited? True. Yeah. So, what do you think? Should we get on with this show? Yep. All right. Jelly Dude, stay tuned for Disneyland Resort News. My dad, Crush, totally loves this park. Hey, did you ever find Nemo? Now, we didn't attend the fourth D23 Expo, but received lots of media released emails from our D23 Disney rep. So here are some of the highlights. That's right. So, Star Wars-themed lands are coming to the Disneyland Resort. The 14-acre Star Wars-themed land will transport guests to a never-before-seen planet. Oh, sounds like fun. There'll be two signature attractions. Along with the thrilling battle experience, another attraction puts guests behind the controls of one of the most recognizable ships in the galaxy, the Millennium Falcon, as they take on a customized secret mission. Now, I have an update that I referred to earlier about this, and per our good friend and sponsor Randy Crane and the official Disneyland Twitter page, Star Wars Land will be going in the Big Thunder Ranch area, not Toontown. So what are they going to do with, like... The animals? (laughs) Well, no, not just... (laughs) The animals will now be Tauntauns, and they'll be... uh, 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 Ewoks. No, like the barbecue area, and yeah, they I don't use know. that area I for. Don't know that. I don't know that yet. For Halloween and. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, but that 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 area over there is going to be transformed into Star Wars Land. So I'm sure we'll get more details when Randy's on our show next time. Yeah. So, another thing, Star Tours: The Adventure continues. 
Later this year, Star Tours will include a new adventure featuring locations and characters from the upcoming film Star Wars The Force Awakens, giving guests a new adventure in the Star Wars galaxy. And they also announced Star Wars Launch Bay. This will be an interactive experience that will take guests into the upcoming film Star Wars The Force Awakens with special exhibits and peeks behind the scenes, including opportunities to visit with new and favorite Star Wars characters special merchandise, and food offerings like blue milk. Star Wars Launch Bay will be located in Tomorrowland at Disneyland. Also at Disneyland Park, Star Wars Launch Bay will share this space with the reimagined superhero headquarters, featuring opportunities to meet and take photos with superheroes like Captain America and Thor, as well as experience the returning Iron Man tech presented by Stark Industries. Both experiences will be available for guests later this year. Oh, that is going to be so cool. I want to get my picture taken with Captain America. Oh, speaking of pictures. Huh? They also announced um, a partnership with Chase. So if you have a Chase Visa card, Hmm. then they're going to have a new meet and greet. Oh, like they did with Chip and Dale. Yep. That was fun when we did that. Yeah, I think that's coming up like later 2015. Well, another favorite thing was announced. The Jedi Training Academy, a favorite of younger fans, is reimagined with a new experience that includes new characters and a new villain to battle from the popular Disney XD series, Star Wars Rebels. And here's some more Star Wars news for you. Lots of Star Wars news. So there's going to be a new seasonal event, Season of the Force. Now, beginning in early 2016, this will bring new experiences to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. But in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, guests will explore the Star Wars galaxy with special entertainment throughout the land, themed food locations, and more. Guests will also be thrilled to climb aboard the Hyperspace Mountain, a reimagining of the classic Space Mountain attraction in which guests will join an X-Wing Starfight battle. Oh, my gosh. That is going to be so cool. I'll do that. I will ride that. You heard it. I will ride this. Remember, it's just going to be a seasonal thing. (laughs) Yes, and I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, that's good. So I don't have to sound sad anymore. You don't have to sound sad. You don't have to be sad, cranky face anymore. (laughs) Okay, well... Disney also announced a huge change to one of our favorite attractions over in California Adventure. Soarin' will become Soarin' Around the World. Next year, guests at Disney California Adventure will journey to far-flung lands and fly above some of the world's most unique natural landscapes and man-made wonders when the new Soarin' Around the World makes its U.S. debut. Kind of looking forward to that. I am too. Yeah. So what do you think about the changes we've heard so far? Well, I think it's going to be fun. Um, I don't dislike Star Wars, but I'm not like a huge <gasps> fan either. Um, but I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So we'll just have to. I wait. think it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I knew, I knew when Disney announced, the, you know, that they, that they acquired Lucas uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars franchise. Uh, I knew, I knew that this was going to happen. I'm just kind of curious as to where they're going to put everything. Yeah, me too. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great, great uh, addition to to Disneyland. And like Walt said, it'll never be finished. It'll morph and and get better every time. 
That's right. So um, we'll have some more coverage of the D23 2015 Expo um, on our next episode with our sponsor, Randy. And um, if you guys get the chance, head over to our Facebook page. I posted some fun videos um, covering some of the, the D23 panels. So let us know what you think about them. As promised, another exciting edition of Fact or Fiction. 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 That was fun. (laughs) Uh, You guys remember the drill from our last episode. Joyce and I are going to ask each other some questions, and it'll either be a fact or fiction. And then, you know, the answer will go into detail. (laughs) Yeah, and we haven't seen each other's questions, so this is going to be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. Surprise! (laughs) Why don't you go first? Okay. All right. So... Here we go. The Indiana Jones attraction contains over 2,000 human skulls. Fact or fiction? As in real human skulls? As in real human skulls. Oh, that's fiction. That is correct. There are 2,000. I'm keeping score, by the way. Okay. Okay. So there are 2,000 skulls, but they're replicas. 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 (laughs) Not human ones. Ah. Okay. So that's one for me. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Now, it's well known that Steve Martin and John Lasseter both got their starts working at Disneyland. In fact, there's probably a lot of stars who worked at Disneyland before they became famous. So, fact or fiction, Michelle Pfeiffer, who played Catwoman in Batman Returns, worked there as well. Um, fiction. That your final answer? That's my final answer. It's a fact. She actually worked in costume as Alice from Alice in Wonderland during the 1970s. I wonder if our friend David Smith knew her. Hmm, I'm going to have to ask him. I don't think she'd be a good Alice. Well, she's blonde. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. So here we go. Fact or fiction. The e-ticket option was introduced to Disneyland in 1959. Hmm. I'm going to say fiction. Wrong. It's fact. When the Matterhorn bobsleds opened in 1959, Disneyland introduced the e-ticket or e-coupon, and it was used for attractions such as Submarine Submarine Voyage, the monorail, the railroad, Jungle Cruise, the mule train, and much, much more. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so for those of you at home keeping score... That's Al 1, Joyce 0. <laughs> okay, you ready? Ready. As of today, right now, a one-day ticket to Disneyland costs $99. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of money, but think about what that gets you. I think that's fiction. I think it's more expensive than that. That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, fact or fiction, on opening day, park admission... That's not admission- what you said. You said as of today. 
Okay, you're not listening to the question, are you? All right, I'll listen. Okay. I'll, I'll ask it again, okay? Okay. <laughs> As of today, a one-day ticket to Disneyland costs $99. And like I said, it does seem expensive, but you're getting a lot for your money. So here's the question. Fact or fiction? On opening day, park admission was $5. That was the question, by the way. I know, I'm thinking. <laughs> um, I think that is fiction. You're correct. That's fiction. Believe it or not, admission to the happiest place on earth was only $1. $1. You can't even buy a drink for that today. I know. So it was $1 and then the 10. Then the, then, then the you had to buy the coupon book. Yeah, yeah, that only contained 10 tickets. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So here's my third question. The Matterhorn bobsleds has a tribute to the Skyway attraction. Fact or fiction? A tribute to the Skyway? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say fact. That is correct. Yay! A tribute to the Skyway was added to the Matterhorn bobsleds during the attraction's refurb in 2015. And what is that? So there are several wrecked Skyway buckets, and the Matterhorn bobsled vehicles from the park's history appeared just past the top of the lift hill, and they're torn to shreds and abandoned by the attraction snowman. Oh, very cool. Okay, fact or fiction? Disneyland has only closed its doors three times in history. Fact. You sure about that? Yes. And you're correct. Fact. The only times Disneyland is closed were in observance of the National Day of Mourning, November 22, 1963, after JFK was assassinated, after the 6.7 magnitude earthquake in Northridge in January 1994, and on 9-11-2001. They didn't even close after Walt Disney himself died. They stayed open in honor of Walt Disney. So what's the score now? It's 2-2 two to two now. Okay. So it's, we're tied. We're very, very tied. We better be careful. We don't want to be tied. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So here's the next question for everyone. Since the Disneyland Railroad's inauguration, inauguration... Easy for you to say. I know. There has never been a Disney character depicted at the station. Fact or fiction? Hmm. You mean like Mickey Mouse or... Yep. At any of the stations. Fiction. That is fact. Really? Yes. Walt wanted to enforce the image of the railroad as a genuine working system, so there has never been a character in any of the really? um, stations. Yep. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So, here we go. Churros. That delicious, sugary, cinnamon stick of yum that so many people are so addicted to. They sound like hotcakes at Disneyland, you know? Mm-hmm. So, fact or fiction, the Disneyland Resort sells one million churros every year. I believe that that is fiction. I you, think they sell more. You sure about that? I'm sure. And you're right. That's fiction. In fact, they sell over 2.8 million churros every year. And we've made our fair contributions to that number, haven't we? We have. But believe it or not, though. We never even tried them until a visit in 2010 when a friend of ours introduced us to them. And uh, now we can't get enough. 
I know. Yeah. So now the score is two to three in your favor. Yay. Oh, no. All right. Go ahead. All right. So here's my final question. The Ward Kimball locomotive, locomotive features a gold leaf silhouette of Jiminy Cricket. Fact or fiction? Fiction. You are wrong. Mm. Fact. The silhouette is based on a drawing of the character Kimball made shortly before his death. Well, he couldn't make it after his death, could he? <laughs> no, but he made it shortly before. I know. Wow. I didn't. And I love the Disneyland Railroad. Do you think I'd know that? I know. Well, now we're in trouble. I know. <laughs> I'm in I trouble. Won. You won. Now, no matter what, you won. I know. Okay. Here's one for you. Okay. Fact or fiction, there's a no-fly zone restriction over Disneyland where absolutely no aircraft may fly over the park. That is fiction. You sure about that? I'm positive. Uh, it's a fact. Then why do we see aircraft flying uh, over? Although it does sound like fiction, in 2003, Disney was successful in obtaining what is termed temporary flight restrictions, similar to the ones that surround the president when he travels. However, it is quite permanent. Citing the restrictions were sought for the safety and enjoyment of park guests, Disneyland's no-fly zone keeps those annoying small aircraft from buzzing the park. And we all know how I feel about those annoying little aircraft, don't we? Yes. And honestly, it does make it a lot safer for the fireworks show. The no-fly zone currently covers a three-mile radius. And if an aircraft violates that airspace they face the possibility of being intercepted by the military or law enforcement agencies, interrogated, and possibly federal prosecution. Yikes! Wow. Okay, so I still want to know why we see helicopters and planes flying up. They're more there. than three miles away. We, we've, never seen an air, we've never really seen an aircraft fly close over the park. True. We've seen, you know, the airliners, but mm -hmm. they're more than, you know, three miles away. And they're not flying directly overhead. Hmm. So that's kind of interesting, isn't it? It's very interesting. Yeah, we were told that years ago and we didn't believe it. But no. it's definitely a fact. All right. Well, so the final score was Joyce 3, L2. Yay. You won. You know what you won? What did I win? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Yay. You won. You won the home edition of this game. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was just thinking... Uh-oh. If that would have been a tie score, we wouldn't have had a tiebreaker question. I know. So. Well, we'd have to leave it up to the to, to our listeners. Yeah. So if there's ever a time when Joyce and I tie, you guys feel free to send us a tiebreaker question in, and we'll read it on the next episode. Or you can just say Joyce won. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's episode 115 wrapped up in a holy poop it's hot here podcast casa. Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. Have you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane from Mouse Deer Vacations? If not, you really should, especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation. Now, Randy's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do. So if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deal on just about any vacation, be sure to give Randy a shout. You can find him at www.randyc.mousedeervacations.com and you can read about him on our sponsor page at www.talescast.com. Dot com.
And don't forget to check out the whole heck. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash talespodcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there. You're not going to want to miss them. You know why? Why? Because I keep telling you, you're not going to want to miss them. What do I have to do? <laughs> you can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to all your favorite shows directly from your smart devices. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Why not? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in your app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. You can also catch the latest episodes of our favorite shows on Stitcher. Podcasts like Randy Crane's Stories of the Magic. Our good friend Rick Moyer and Amy Moyer on Take Him With You. Inside the voiceover studio, Under the Dome Radio with Wayne Henderson, and many, many more. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook page? We do. We sure do. Just go over to Facebook and search for Tales from the Mouse House podcast and be sure to like us while you're there. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie, D23 Expo, or maybe an attraction or restaurant, we want to hear about them. We really do. We want to hear about them, please. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. Five stars would help push the show up in the ratings so that everyone can find it. That's right. As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hiya, pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net, leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23, send us a tweet or message on Facebook, or just think happy thoughts our way. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related material remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. I am Goof. I am Groot. I am Goof. <laughs> that was so cute. I know. I am Goof. <laughs> or is it, oh, I am Goof. That's it. <laughs> From Guardians of the Galaxy, I am Goof. <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot. Groot. No, you're not. I'm Rocket Raccoon. Who do you think you are? You're not Rocket. I'm Rocket. Shut up. What do you think you know about the whole thing? Nothing. Do you understand me? I'm here trying to save your life, and you're sitting there telling me what's what. That ain't cool, man. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Talk to you next time. Later. <laughs>